0: Hello, welcome to everybody. This is Built in Buffalo Network QB Sneak. Uh, once again, joined with my co-host Addison Shumagala. Uh, it was a heartbreaker in Buffalo with Minnesota Vikings coming to town. Uh, we have a lot to talk about right now. Uh, it, it, was, uh, it it was a depressing, it was a coaster ride, actually. I, I had a lot of good emotions and then mixed with some bad. And we're going to dive right into that. Uh, Addison Shumagala and I, we, we both... Uh, break this uh thing down with the quarterbacks the quarterback play mainly uh with Josh Allen and then whoever he played so in this case it'll be Kirk Cousins uh we are familiar with the quarterback position so we love to bring you the stats and then try to tell uh, you know pick apart the the story of what the game tells and who played the better quarterback uh who had the better quarterback play for the week uh so uh Addison usually hits us with the numbers uh what was the difference between Josh and Cousins
1: um, honestly, stat wise, it wasn't, uh, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of differences. Um, I'll start with Kirk Cousins. He went 30 for 50, which is 60% on the dot Averaged 7.1 per attempt. got one touchdown, two interceptions was sacked four times, get a QBR of 34.7 and a rating of 78.1. Now those last two stats there, that's where you're going to kind of see the difference. Uh, and then if we go over to Josh, he went 29 for 43, which is about 67%. Three hundred and thirty yards, average seven point seven. Again, one touchdown, two interceptions. He was sacked twice. He had a QBR of sixty nine point two and a rating of seventy eight (sighs) point six. I mean, honestly, to me, it comes down to clutch plays and decision making. Stat-wise, these quarterbacks both did a great job. Uh, They both threw the ball plenty of times. They made a lot of completions. Got it. Both went over three hundred yards. Kirk Cousins went over three fifty. And both were one and two on their touchdown interception ratio. So, I mean, the big difference here is is rating, honestly, or ex- excuse me, QBR, because rating was only a seven-point difference. So, even though Josh Allen had a much higher QBR than Kirk Cousins did, the Bills ended up taking the L on this one. And I think a lot of that just comes down to decision-making.
0: Yeah, and I think you're right because with Kirk Cousins, he he made the throws that he needed to make when it mattered most. I mean, the, those throws to Jefferson, uh, you can only uh, the the one thing that really uh, you know stands out to me with the with the difference between the two is like you know Kirk he when he tried to. Uh, he didn't try to force nothing most of the time. I mean, those, those two interceptions, those were good plays on, on the bill's defense. uh, And, you know, kudos to them uh, for keeping Buffalo in the game by getting those turnovers. But uh, when it really mattered, I I thought that, you know, um, uh, Kirk, Kirk cousins was, on, and I'm going to talk about that right now. He was on the money when it counted those, some of those throws to Justin Jefferson, you can't put it in a better spot. I mean, what part of it was like letting your guy make a play, but, He knew who he had covering Jefferson and it wasn't the bills. Number one uh, corner Trey white's not even on the field. So he's like, Oh, I got one-on-one with uh, some no name, especially to Kirk cousins. He doesn't know these guys. He hasn't played them. Like the, the Vikings don't really play the bills that often. And He's like, if I never heard of this guy, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing up a prayer. I got Justin Jefferson on the other end of this line. I'm sending that thing out there and going to put it in a good spot, give him a shot at it. And J- Justin Jefferson kept rewarding him with doing that, uh, coming down with it time and time again, and sometimes double coverage. And the like the Bills DBs were frustrating me. They wouldn't get their yeah. head around. Turn your head. Right. And one, like he could have probably been an interception if he just turns around and looks for the ball.
1: (laughs) Yeah, actually, I'm I'm glad you said that because, yes, Cousins was on the money. He was making great, great throws, especially to Jefferson. In fact, I think only like the really great throws, in my opinion, went to Jefferson and he rewarded them as such. Jefferson had 10 catches for 193 yards and a touchdown. But. But, yeah, I mean. There were several times when the Bills' defense had opportunities and didn't capitalize – didn't capitalize, excuse me. I mean, yes, they had the two interceptions. I think it was Dane Jackson and uh, Christian Benford each had a pick. But Tremaine Edmonds should have had a couple of picks. Uh, Tamar Hamlin should have had a pick. And yeah. Cam Lewis. I mean, he could have had a pick. Although, yeah. we'll talk about this it's a little the- bit. <laughs> a little bit. But, you know, in my opinion, he should have never even tried to pick that off. He should have swatted that. but. But yeah, I mean, Cousins played a great game. He threw for, like I said, 350 plus yards. Jefferson had an outstanding game, and it, it was it was frustrating to watch the Bills' defense struggle against two guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, literally, literally. literally. I mean, and the big thing was it was on third down. A lot of times it's on third down, like right, meet, yeah, stop, and they they had stopped already. Like just get this one more stop, and they, they didn't. They just did not ha- make it happen. They there was no clutch factor there. They just let them do it. They want they let them do whatever they wanted to do on third down, and it was always to Justin Jefferson, and it was always for big chunk plays.
1: Right, and then the, of course when they finally did start stopping the third and longs, then it would be fourth and long late in the game. But then they'd like give up the fourth and long, and it's like guys, really? <laughs> Come <laughs> and <it's> on. Like- <laughs>
0: And, and you know who it's going here.
1: to every time because every time it went to Jefferson, I think, except for one play, it was the yeah. down, not one, but, uh, Osborne, KJ Osborne, I think, that one. Who
0: also had a secretly good game. I mean, he had he had solid, he did well when called upon for
1: the for the Vikings. For he did, sure. and and he had, what did he have? He had four catches for thirty five yards, but you know, he the, a couple the, of the his catches were, were it was, important. Yeah,
0: those catches were important. Some of those were some conversions on some on some drives that turned into points for them. Uh, and so we we already kind of mentioned it, but, like, I just want to kind of bring this up, too. It's like, uh, you know, what game, it felt like Jefferson goes off and Josh Allen is off. Now, I know you and I differ in this opinion, but it just feels like uh, with Josh right now, he's just not being Josh. Like that we're used to, anyways, and that's what I mean by off. Uh, like Jefferson has a great, like Justin Jefferson goes out there and has a great day, and Stephon Diggs had a solid day too. It's not like Josh, like uh, absolutely, was garbage. That's not what I'm saying, but uh, no. he threw unnecessary interceptions again for the third week in a row. Um, that both just in the red zone too. Go. Yes, exactly that, and then take away scoring opportunities, and especially the overtime interception. You just can't do that. You no, got third I know. Five yeah, in the first down, like.
1: So yeah, you're right. I mean, we do, we differ a little bit in this only because despite Josh's three big mistakes and yes, they were all turnovers and you can't have that in game. He played a great game. I mean, he threw the ball. Well, he was 67% in his completion percentage. He threw for 330 yards. You know, Diggs had a great game. He had 10 catches or 12 catches, excuse me for 128 yards. Gabe Davis had a great game. He catches 93 yards and a touchdown. So the offense, I thought, was playing pretty well, especially when they got put in those situations where, um, you know, they had to get downfield and they had to get in a scoring position, t- you know, to keep the team in the game. To me, like, yes, Josh made three big mistakes, the fumble and the two interceptions, both being in the red zone. The one I can kind of, like, see, like, okay, that's an honest mistake. Probably probably didn't see Peterson lurking over there on the – like, towards the sideline as he came in for his first pick. Um and it wasn't even an easy catch for Peterson. But yeah, the second one in overtime, like it's second and ten, dude. You're on the twenty yard line. Why are you trying to force it to Gabe Davis? And it was good coverage, too. I don't understand why I didn't try and dump it mm-hmm. underneath to Singletary, who was wide open in the middle of the field. And that's what I mean. Just take the smart <laughs> yes. and, and, Right. Actually, yeah. so, yeah. so in that strong. sense, yes, I can understand that Allen is off because he normally he doesn't make the lights, He sees you know the open. So I mean yeah I don't know I think he was I think he was trying to turn on hero mode and that cost us and,
0: and also I think two part of it I don't know if his elbow is 100% uh either and so some of the throws I think that he's trying to make he doesn't have the same velocity on the ball that he normally does I mean he, he I mean he might and I might be reading into things but it's like don't but regardless whether he can't – whether he's 100% and it doesn't hurt or it does, like, stop forcing it into, like, when you don't need to, yeah. like you said. You know what I mean? Right. All I was looking for was, like, just dump it off. Get the first down. Like, you have – like, you, there's no rush to score right now. You have the time, the clock's on your side. You're not going to run out of time. Like, get the first down. Live yeah. to fight another four downs. And, like, we mentioned uh, last week, too, it's like these like the more first downs you get, those turn into touchdowns like eventually you'll run on a field and the only the only thing left is the end zone so like and they started out just fine like Devin devon oh yeah it was a great drive
1: yeah, it was a great drive like yeah everybody was like i understand too because i was nervous watching the game and you know fans were probably thinking oh great oh great here they go the vikings are up we got it this is the drive we have to do it and yes the bills were moving the ball really really well josh is making good throws you know, and, like, and the, as I say, in the running, even Singletary had a couple of good runs in that drive. So it was so it looked honestly like we were going to score and win that game. But and that bad decision. And to your point, Mike, like, yeah, maybe his elbow is still hurting him. But if you're not if you know, you're not 100 percent because your elbow is in pain from throwing the ball and getting and getting it tweaked. Why, again, why are you trying to force that throw when you got the wide open dump off right below you?
0: Yeah, right. And I mean, we could we could talk about this all day. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't. we, we could. Yeah, and we could the only thing that I would just want to see from him going forward, I think, is that he gets better about making the right decision at the right time and take the check down when you can. Live to fight another down when you can. Like if it's third and five, just get the five. Don't worry about the touchdown right now. If I feel like right. once he gets in the right. red zone, he gets tunnel vision. Has to be a touchdown.
1: No, right. No. Which actually happened on that drive too. It was like it was um it was earlier. It was like back, I think, on the Bills' own side of the field. But it was it was, it was, it was like third and four, third and five, and he, it did, like, a wide receiver screen to Diggs who got, like, six, seven yards and got the first down. Got the drive going. <laughs> that, that was perfect. So, right. Like, that was a great decision. Like, he didn't have to chalk up a Hail Mary and hope to score. Like, he just – he did the smart play, and the Bills ended up getting the first down. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And so, that I mean, it just goes to show – and he said it, like I said. I, I did see there uh, he uh in this, like – I don't know if it was an interview, but he had just mentioned, you know, somebody had asked him, a reporter had asked him, and his, his thing was that he's going to focus on making the right play.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. The only
0: thing that I, I hate about that is you start when you start trying to make somebody think too hard when they play, uh, it might lead to more mistakes. I, I'd rather have it come natural to him. And uh, you're going to live and die by this kid. Uh, he's he's a he is a good quarterback. Uh, he, he has great athleticism and instincts a lot of the time. And so, uh, you know, we're going to ride this roller coaster. It, it just it is what it is with Josh Allen. And if he can get smarter about making the check down when he's needed, I've seen him do it. I've seen him be smart and control the entire game the whole time. And so all he's got to do is just get back to his basics. I think he'll be fine.
1: Right. But, you know, but I mean, let's not, let's not avoid the elephant in the room here here either though. Overtime should have never happened. No, that, game, that game should have been over when the quote unquote, greatest catch of all time happened. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, they will not stop about that. No, you know, I know. Justin and
1: I'm actually going to voice my, my frustration slash opinion on that. No, it was not the greatest catch of all time. Was it a great catch? Yes, it was a great catch. Justin Jefferson pulled in a one-handed snag that was literally held in the air for him by Cam Lewis. Great catch. But is it better than OBJ's one-handed catch? No. Is it better than Diggs's one-handed catch earlier in that game? My opinion? No.
0: Is OBJ <laughs> still the best catch?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. As long as we're on that. <laughs> to, to
1: me, it's between that or the helmet catch. Either way, it's a Giants player.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with you on the OBGA catch. I mean, that's just – I don't think I've seen that replicated yet.
1: No, no. I mean no. – I mean, Wow. And, they, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I know – because I, I watched the post-game interview with Cam Lewis, and he was extremely emotional about the decision not to swat the ball into like, just kind of try to pick it, I guess. And you can tell he's beating himself up because he knows that if he doesn't try to like pick that ball off, he just swats it. That's game over. Bills win. Yeah. And we, yeah. Wouldn't even, we wouldn't even have this first 13 minute discussion. <laughs> so no, no. Um, uh, At least not to that extent. But
0: the, uh, yeah. uh, the only thing for me, I guess, is that I'm happy about is that the, the Vikings are undefeated or no, they had one loss. Yeah. Oh, they,
1: they, and, they, and
0: it was, and it was such a battle uh, that you know the bills are still up there with one of the, like one of the best teams in the league uh right. it's it's not that they're not uh it's just these, some of these games have not been going their way and you got it. you have to get out of your own way uh and so it's just they they let some some game some very winnable games slip out of their grasp and that's something they got to clean up coming into this second half of the season uh when playoffs are on the line And where they're going to want to be sitting in the postseason, you know, like they're this is stuff that they're going to really have to this these next few games. They're only eleven days. There's it's with with three games in an eleven day span is what they have coming up. And so uh, this is important. This is important to 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 stack some wins together now, uh, and hopefully see some of the teams that are ahead or uh, tied with you lose, Uh, and and just. But the only thing you can do is control winning. And so they got to go out there and they just got to start winning and not and not worry about everything else and maybe it'll all fall into place just like we want um but one thing that i I know we're QB sneak here, and we talk about quarterbacks and we talk about throwing the ball and and all those stats and and receivers, but uh, I mean right now uh it is uh, It sucks there i said it (laughs) that's that's uh just i'm sorry (laughs) uh they if they if the other team has a good running back and a good offensive line the bills cannot stop anyone that that can do that and uh, that's scary i I, I got the stats right here too this week
1: oh yeah so
0: go ahead hit us with it as
1: a team As a team, Minnesota rushed 25 times, got 147 yards on the ground, right? Of those, Dalvin Cook carried the ball 14 times, so, you know, almost a little over half for 119 yards. He was averaging 8.5 yards per carry, and he got a touchdown. His longest was, of course, that 81-yard rushing touchdown. But the one thing I will say about this is if you don't give up that one rushing touchdown – the defense did a pretty decent job stopping the run, but you can't let big plays like that happen, especially on the ground, uh, that's because the that's and and that's that's what's happened the past what three weeks now we've seen with not yet, and it didn't even have to be an amazing running back either. Like the Jets pulled it off, so.
0: And that's what, that's what I'm saying, man. Uh, So like you, you, the fact that we're sitting here saying, if he doesn't break off that, that long run rushing touchdown, guess what? He did. He I know right. Break right long rushing touchdown yeah. because they can't stop them. They they like they can, but then all of a sudden they'll they'll just they'll run like the perfect run play and everyone gets blocked, exactly how though it was drawn up, and the guy's just gone. And then that's a touchdown. That's a that's six points that you can't get back, and you you didn't no one was in their gap assignment, like, or if Damn. they were they got bowled right out of the way. And and they and it's always off tackle. I've noticed that the best runs that the defenses get against the Bills are off tackle. It's an off tackle run, right? It's it's not all the way to the outside. It's like right between the tackles and it's either to the left or the right. But if for some reason, if they do it right, the Bills are just so vulnerable in that in that run play. Right. And it happens all the – I've seen it. I, I've seen it with uh, the playing the Titans. And then uh, the, the Jets kept running off tackle. That's how it worked for them. Green yeah. Bay ran off tackle. I would
1: say Green Bay did too. I think Green Bay was where we first started to really see it,
0: and it worked a lot, really well. And it was just like, uh-oh. And I think it's a problem with the scheme. I don't quite think it's personnel, only because there's some guys on that Bills team that can really uh, – do some damage when they when they have one on one matchups against offensive linemen and, and get in there and make a stop. Uh offensive and, line know,
1: speaking, yes, I would agree. Uh linebackers is kind of a 50-50. It's
0: it's up in the air, yeah. I know. They're they're more of a coverage line. They're they're more of a hybrid right. linebackers. Right, linebacker.
1: which which is what the defense is designed for. And I get you, that. you, you but need in that, that. Yeah. In that case they could it could be personnel. Because linebackers part, are supposed to really, really be the big guys helping to stop the run. So
0: yeah, that part. But I, I do think that, uh, you know, uh, the linebackers are good enough uh, and they just need they just need the defensive line uh, to step it up a little bit. But uh, for what I'm trying to say for scheme wise is because it's such a zone defense that I don't think that their first step is ever forwards. It's always like a like a, a backward step to defend the pass. Yeah, I'd have to look at it more. I might be pulling stuff right out of my rear end, but I. Uh, I just no, I I
1: think I mean I get that I guess you could say you get that vibe I mean I'd have to go back and like really pay attention to the defensive scheme to kind of see that I think honestly in my opinion that the biggest downfall right now isn't even so much the the scheme or the personnel it's more or less injuries the bills have not been like 100% healthy I think since like week three or four. True. So True, and
0: that's not when, you, when you've got.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. It was actually week two because the because the Dolphins game was week three. But when you've got like your, you know, one or two of your starting linebackers out, you know, your starting safeties are out. Your two starting corners are out. Like,
0: yeah, it's basically <laughs> the backup defense playing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and and they're they're
1: playing pretty well for second, third stringers in defense, but we got to get healthy and <laughs> fast. And fast, yeah. I mean, because this game against against uh, coming up this week, tomorrow actually against Cleveland, they got Nick Chubb, and we're already down to Edmonds. We're already down uh, Greg Rousseau. Plus, Trey White's not coming back this week. He's like, I think they're going to bring him back Thursday night against the Lions. Um, I mean, well, Poyer, nice I think, is coming time. back, but yeah, it is. It's super frustrating because. I'm, I'm already predicting it. I'm going to say Nick Chubb gets 150 yards on the ground.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was just about to talk about that. I mean, before we jump into, what is it, uh, Jacoby Brissett? Um, oh, yeah. No,
1: I, to me, this is more of an Allen versus, you know, Chubb game.
0: Chubb. Yeah, it's <laughs> Allen versus Chubb. I know, I agree. Like, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to add Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb as the quarterbacks. We're not even going to really acknowledge Brissett. But uh, I will say that he played well. He's played well. He's played yeah, well. yeah, I was about I, to say he, we can't discount
1: Brissett because they still have Amari Cooper out there running around,
0: and and he's and he's played well in spurts. I, I've seen him do some good things. Actually, he was having a blast. I think an amazing win, and I can't remember who they beat, but he was having fun out there. He was having fun. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was, and yeah. so, uh, you know what, I, I I have to hand it to him. Uh, they, they they do they do a good job running the football, uh, and that's kind of scary to me because that's that's what's been the Achilles' heel.
1: Right, and so far this season, um, what does he have? He has two thousand yards passing. Over two thousand yards passing already. So, oh percent, for, for, yeah, he's on pace for at least a thirty five hundred yard season.
0: And how many how many touchdowns?
1: Uh, he's, he, so this is the thing. He only has eight touchdown passes, but he also has only thrown five picks, both of which rank on the lower end of the quarterback rankings. But you yeah, know, so I mean, yardage wise, he's doing a, pretty solid. Yeah, it's
0: a it's a positive ratio, but it's they're not far they're not far apart. I mean, that's not that good either.
1: <laughs> as far right? As yeah, story. and and his here's the other thing too. His completion percentage has been above sixty. Is on average above sixty percent. His last five games, so he's has been sixty six. So he's a solid backup. I think he's. I think he's a sleeper, and and in, in this game, I honestly like because yes, the focus is going to be on Chubb and Hunt, but again, I that's why I was when you said it at first. I'm like, no, nah, let's not discount him because in my opinion, he's he's the sleeper this game, and I think that he's going to get at least 275 yards in, in the air.
0: That's a that's a. Huge, <laughs> it's a that's a huge estimate. But, I mean, I, I won't – so I'm not going to say that. I think he's going to – I think they're going to not have to do that. I think they'll have – they'll be able to rely on Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. And Actually, and you know what? Yeah, that's
1: a fair point. You know, I'm like gonna, like I'll am i reduce players. my number later, but I'm going to do some quick little analyzing. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a good point. It's a great point because, like, Bill's defense is going to have to really lock up this game. Yes. Because there's – like – Cleveland doesn't have the best record right now or, and it, honestly with the talent that they have on the team, you just expect them to be better. But I think two of the reasons why is number one, they're they're In my opinion, their biggest struggle has been on the defensive side of the ball. And number two, because even though Brissett's been playing pretty well, he doesn't really have a lot of touchdowns. Most of it, yeah. I think what yeah. happens is, I'm pre- is Cleveland will throw the ball and kind of get in, you know, range of scoring and then they'll just punch it in with Chubb.
0: Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's a winning formula for them. So, so why change it now? I think that that's what you're going to see more of uh, this this week, is that's what they're going to attempt to do. Right. But uh, we're uh, we're winding down towards the end here. Uh, so Bills versus Browns. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and start. I think that. Uh, I think Josh Allen probably had a long talk in the locker room uh, with his, with his coaches and with his quarterback coach and Ken Dorsey. Um, And I bet you all practice, he's been trying to get his head right so that he's taking the right, making the right decisions when, when they present themselves uh, to get the first down. I'm hoping that they've been able to kind of reach him uh, on certain plays and kind of be like, Hey, like, I don't know where your head's at here. Uh, you did this great, but this is what we need you to do on these scenarios and, and just fix it. You know, Uh, you're the face of the franchise and you are, you know, basically the entire offense, uh, you know, minus digs and, uh, and digs, but uh, which I'm being sarcastic. I mean, obviously there's more contributors, but uh, they live and die by Josh. That's just how it's designed. So, and that's how the, honestly, the whole league's designed. You live and die by the guy that's, that's throwing the football for you. So, uh, he just needs to make better decisions. So I think he will, uh, cause he recognizes that and they'll have a better game. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about as far as the Bills winning this week is because of the run defense and, and uh, a guy like Nick Chubb on the other side of the ball. Right. Uh, which but I, I do think that Josh has a decent game and he has like two, I say he goes, he goes, uh, He's been, you know, he'll be right around what he always is, right, right around 300 yards. And uh, I'm going to say he finally gets his interceptions out of like out of the system, and it's uh, two touchdowns. So 250 yards, two touchdowns.
1: That's what you're saying for Josh.
0: Yes, and then uh, Brissette. Brissette, I'm going 150 yards and a touchdown, and the rest is all Nick Chubb.
1: Okay. Um, so what would your score? score prediction be then I, score,
0: I, I, I just don't want to bet against the bills right now uh, we need all the wins we can get I feel like if anyone can bounce back and if anyone can get these guys going again it's Sean McDermott and that and that organization can get these guys on track uh, another great presence in that locker room is Von Miller I think that he's been great as far as handling these losses because he's still saying you know it's this is football uh, we still had fun out there it was a close game and that uh you know we're not out of this whole thing and and he and he's, he's not wrong uh, it's only three losses on the season it might feel like this guys falling falling to the media and to the to us but to them you're 6 and 3 let's turn it around
1: right right um and you know what this For is the score, game to do it score wise yeah and this is the game yeah, to do this it is, this is this is the game to do it well
0: low, low scoring game in my opinion i think they win uh uh 20 uh 21 17. Bill squeak it out.
1: Okay. Um I could see that. Um, I I'm gonna go a little bit more, I guess more bold and more different on this, just because I'm just look sitting here looking at the stats for Cleveland for the last five games, right? In the last five games, they're one and four. And the only team that they beat was the Bengals, and they beat them 32-13. But of those other four losses, it was to Miami, Baltimore, New England, and the Chargers. And three out of those four losses their opponents scored more than 30 points on them so, including the two afc East teams that I just mentioned so i'm going to go bills throwing for 35 they're going for 35 points here. And I think josh allen's going to throw for 300 plus yards, and I think he's going to throw for three touchdowns. And then on the flip side of the coin, I think that Cincinnati is going to get 21 because. <laughs> And I think two of those touchdowns are going to go to either Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, one or the other, um, or split it, whichever. But I think set will throw for 200 yards and a touchdown.
0: All right. I'm just going off of
1: recent history here. So yeah. I, I, I dialed back my initial 275-plus for Riversette. I, I kind of got a little ahead little of the game there. But after looking at the numbers here and taking a quick second to think about it, I think he's going to get at least 200 and a, and a tutty, but I don't think, I don't think he goes for 275. Especially because all those losses that they did have Cleveland with the exception of the chargers, Cleveland didn't score more than 20 points.
0: I, 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 like, how, I like the numbers that you brought to us. That's great. I, I feel like that. That's it's a really fitting. I like it. I like your take on it. Uh, we'll see how this all shakes out. Uh, I still got Allen winning this one. Uh, the, the crown is given to Kirk cousins on this last one. Obviously I think we can agree on that. Uh, just, just because it's close,
1: gear. but yeah, I, I, the only reason why, honestly, is just because of of the clutch factor. I mean yeah, exactly. Uh, made, he, especially on third and fourth down for the Vikings, but
0: right, it made plays when it mattered. And uh, unfortunately, I, I hate to be handing it out to other quarterbacks so re so much lately. But
1: I know, uh, gonna have to no, hand come it on, to Josh. Guys, let us um, give the scepter back to you.
0: Yeah, I know exactly. I'd like to hand it back to him this week. I hope that happens. Uh and it, and it has to happen. Um and that's all we had for this this week of QB Sneak brought to you by the Built in Buffalo Network. I, I appreciate everyone tuning in every week. Uh, once uh, once again, I'm Mike Shambersky. You can catch me on the pregame show and right here uh with QB Sneak and Addison Shumagala. Uh you can find me on Twitter, Mike Shenbursty at mkl2531. And Facebook, Mike Jamberski. I'll always talk shop. I always love talking about football and the Bills. Addison.
1: Thanks, Mike. Uh, For those of you that are tuning in and watching the video, Twitter is right there on the screen. For those of you listening in on podcast apps, it is S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That is it. No numbers. Thank you again for listening in. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills.